This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is Jose Avila. He is a 17-year-old that doesn't want to go to college and he wants to start his own business. For your chance to win 100 bucks, just like Jose, every Monday morning, simply subscribe to this podcast on iTunes right now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Okay, many of you heard I made a big league acquisition of a company called Send Later. And I'm a greedy business guy. I didn't want to give away equity to a technical co-founder. So I found my coders on a website called Toptal at NathanLatka.com forward slash T-O-P-T-A-L. I've paid over $12,000 to the site to a guy named He Shiming in China, who I've never met, but we're going to build a big business together. I'm taking Send Later public by the time I turn 30. I'll tell you more about Toptal later on in this episode. Top Tribe. This is episode 424. Coming up tomorrow morning, you're going to learn from Yuri Elkame, who did $300,000 in a, in a webinar sales funnel like you've never seen before. Top Tribe, good morning to everybody. I really think you're going to enjoy our New York-based guest this morning. His name is Matt Tumbleson, and he is the CEO and founder of Text, a New York-based startup that's transforming customer service by directly connecting consumers with businesses via two-way text messaging. Born out of his own frustrations with dealing with phone calls plagued with never-ending hold times, Matt sought to fix the biggest and age-old customer service complaint and launched Text. Now, before launching Text, he was the first creative and marketing director of Seamless, which obviously is now Grubhub. He's consulted on marketing, customer care, and user experience for Visa, Condé Nast, L'Oreal, and The Hartford, and worked as a graphics journalist at the Miami Herald and a design director for brands like Toys R Us and Kohl's. Matt, are you ready to take us to the top? I am definitely ready, Nathan. Good Let's, morning. How's good it going? Good morning. Thanks for joining, man. So tell us real quick, I always like to kick off with this. What do you guys do specifically and how do you make money? So um, what we do is, is we like to say as a sales organization that we sell happiness. Uh, we found that in customer service, things like web chat, email and phone is, is really, really quite expensive. So our value prop to businesses is this, that we will save them a bunch of money by switching to text messaging and we create the software to let them do that. And on top of that, uh, their customers are actually significantly happier using SMS as a channel over other channels. This is something that I, I learned while I was at Seamless Grubhub. So what we're selling really is a really great ROI as well as that improvement in happiness to the customers. And we're using our software, uh, which is something that we created in-house here in New York City. Uh -huh. uh, and, and we do that with um, a, a mixture of bots and AI and things like that. That's super helpful for those customer care teams. So we sell that and that's how we actually make money. We have a monthly subscription plan depending on the number of messages used, very similar to a mobile phone plan. So most companies we work with, they get it. Uh, it makes sense. And we just kind of mimic what you have on your phone, but for really large uh, enterprise organizations for customer service. So how many customers are you currently working with? Just total count. 
Total count is uh, 65 enterprises. So okay. we're specifically for large businesses and we've got 65 clients right now. Well, that you're, you're reading my mind, right? So that's where I wanted to go. Tell me this. Tell me the actual story of the one that's one that you obviously can share, right? Uh, uh, of, <laughs> of the last customer that kind of used you in real life. How'd they use you specifically? So we have one large retailer. Um, they've got about 2,500 locations. We just completed a pilot with them and they're using it specifically for in-store. So you go into one of their locations and you have questions about something inside of that store. Uh, you can actually send a text message and it goes directly to their own customer care team who's already there answering things from online and stuff like that. So you're able to, to you know, from a brand perspective, improve sales in store without having to hire more people. You can just use the people you have already. Uh, and so we kicked off that pilot with a hundred stores uh, and then we'll be rolling out to 2,500 before the end of year. Um, on the total flip side, another client online only, a large telecom provider. Can you name it? Is, no, I can't. Unfortunately. Are, there, are there any that you can name, Matt? Do you have any customers you can name? Um, I do. They're not on the larger side. We work with companies like um, oh, I'm trying to think of who we can name. We can name uh, Betterment as one of them. Oh, okay, good. Uh, yeah, so we've had them on the show. Awesome. They're they're great. They're great. And and so we can we can name them. Um, there's another one, Mimi Box. So how does uh, how does Betterment use you? Since, since we all know who they are, how how do they use you? Yeah, if you're if you're texting with them, whether it's through a notification or replying to a notification um, or working with with someone there, you know, just asking questions about your finances and things like that. Um, we we created the system uh, that goes back and forth securely for them. So, um, you know, that's 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 basically what we're doing for them. That's the core base of what we do is the two way SMS. Um, it's totally encrypted. We've got things like bots and whatnot, but they're using it just to build human to human relationships. And so when you normally receive an SMS from a company, like a notification, your, your stuff is on the way or whatnot, you can't reply to those. There's no software to pick that up and yep. then kind of put it, you know, in someone's hands. So we created that software. So that's, uh, you know, with Betterment, that's an example of one where the notifications that you receive um, you can actually reply to them and it goes to a human. Got a, a combination of human plus bots plus AI, machine learning, et cetera. Exactly. And so the reason we can't mention a lot of names is because this is so new that most of the companies that are using us see it as a competitive advantage. Totally. And so, you know, they, they were, we're about a year away from being able to really just kind of announce the big ones, but we're also working with companies like Mimi box uh, which is a, a company that brings in goods from Korea and, you know, beauty products and sells them here in the U S um, they just raised a, a $60 million round and they're doing really well. Have um, you guys raised funding? You guys have raised funding, haven't you? We have. Yeah. We, we just raised about two and a half million dollars. Uh, and that was for a seed round. Essentially. I put a lot of my own equity, uh, into the company for the first year to get it off the ground. About, and about then, how much was uh, that? That was a uh, about three hundred thousand. Yeah, and and so people are going to be wondering, and I always ask this question because we have a lot of entrepreneurs that leave a corporate job, like maybe you did with Groupon or stuff. You know, these guys, or sorry, Seamless or Grubhub, uh, and they always wonder, well, how much runway do I need to have saved up before I jump in and do my own thing? How much should I anticipate to put towards the business? Take us back now that we kind of talked a little bit about the finances. Take us back and tell us more about kind of the emotional side of the story. How old were you when you launched this? And uh, and 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 uh, was it? Did you feel comfortable leaving? your job to do it? Really good question. And, and the thing is, you know, I started it when I was in my late twenties, I think I was 28 when I first started saying, okay, I'm going to, to create this and start doing something with it. I was still working full time for seamless Grubhub. 
we were going through a merger and an IPO. You want to be a part of something like that. So I didn't want to leave too soon. I wanted to have that experience and be able to add it to my resume as well as grow the company. And we were well-funded and had a really great customer base. So for me to leave, it was more of Um, I had it kind of planned out as to when it would happen. There's obviously vesting and you don't want to leave right after an IPO because you'll end up losing some of your shares. So waited for for those golden handcuffs to come off. Was that that a six Um, month or 12 month deal? That was six months, fortunately. A lot of companies it's 12, but but there it was six, which was great. Um, So so I left and I still had lots of money on the table, lots and lots of of shares that were vested. Obviously, after a merger, they're going to try to keep everyone on board. Uh, and, and, you know, as someone who was on the senior leadership team, um, it would have been great to stay and it would have been a large chunk of money, but my drive to do Matt, what's a large, so what's great. a large chunk of money. I want people to understand what you gave up. Uh, seven figures, okay. you know, um, so, so a lot, you know, a lot for most people. I mean, it's, it's a lot for me as you're well. 25 at that time, um, right? The, no, I was 28. Okay. You're 20. And what year was that? Um, that was four years ago. Okay. So you launched text in 2012. Yeah. So, I mean, launch is like a a kind of, I I had started using it with a couple of clients (laughs) that I kind of was connected to and, you know, doing the whole lean startup methodology, you know, launch, it's hard to define. So I, I would say we officially launched in 2013. Okay. Um, and, and that's when people started to, to pay us. And we kind of did what my investors called before I had investors. Um, they said it was our zombie zombie time where <laughs> the company was growing by a client a month. It just, it had no real trajectory. We were just still playing around with it. And once I started getting investors involved, um, that's when they said, okay, you need to scale and you need to grow fast. This so- is the market for that. So Matt, I always like asking this question because it's usually embarrassing and, and, but it's funny and it's a good number to know. Do you remember what your first year revenue was in 2013? Oh, it's super embarrassing. I mean, I think we maybe brought in like 10 or $12,000. Yeah. It's I always- mean, it was, it was, I, I wanted to price the product at $99 a month. And, <laughs> you know, when, when you meet with your investors and they say, no, the, the ROI of this is so Does great. I knew this from Seamless. So yeah. um, it's, it's far more than $99 a month because we're going after larger enterprises now. Yeah. I was going small and the investor said, no, go, go big, big, you know, make yeah. a big impact. So you just did $2.5 million seed round. Was that priced or was that a convertible note? That was priced. It was priced. And is that the total funding you've raised or did you raise any before that besides your own money that you put in? That's it. That's it so far. So and, Crunchbase and is wrong. Own... Yeah. Why are they yeah. so wrong? I, I don't know. And I go in and I fix it and, you know, it's it's just wrong. So, that's weird. Um, that's what we've raised to date. We are going to be opening another round soon, uh, mm-hmm. probably very early next year. There's a This is a hot market right now. There's a lot of companies interested in this space. So between that and the momentum that we have, every time we add a salesperson, we're basically able to to bring in, you know, two or three large enterprises every month, which is kind of unheard of uh, in, in this space. What so is that, Matt, help break down those economics for us. Sorry to cut you off, but I want to I yep. just want to get to the numbers on, on the economics there. So the inside sales team, one new hire brings in two or three new enterprise clients. So what is the enterprise client paying you on average per month? Or do you have them sign up to an annual contract? 
They're on an annual contract. Um, we can't disclose the exact amount, but we are talking in, in the thousands to tens of thousands. Monthly um, or annually? Monthly. Okay. So call, you know, uh, you know, call it a grand to 15 grand per month or 12 grand to a hundred grand per year contracts. Exactly. Okay. Got it. And how many team members total do you have? Right now we're at 13. Okay. Uh, we have the, uh, right now we're, we're looking to, to go up to around 15 by the end of this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're adding at least two people a month right now. Uh, so a lot of inside sales, a lot of tech. Um, we just, uh, we're, well, we're talking in final stages with a CTO, a permanent CTO to join us. So, um, yeah, we're, we're growing pretty fast. And with this next round, you know, our board is saying, don't think three X or five X think 10 X. How can you, how can you grow this company 10 X in that next round? Cause that's how much, uh, business there is. That's how, how many, you know, businesses are interested in this. How much are you so trying to raise trying in to, your next round? Um, it would be a lot more, at least four times what we've raised so far. Okay. Um, if not more, so, so 10, 10 million 10 plus. Yeah. 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 So that means I'm going to do back in Africans math and you can choose whether to confirm or deny. But if you're going to try and raise 10 million, I imagine the CEO to kind of avoid too much dilution, you're going to you know, be trying to get evaluation somewhere in the 40 to 60 million pre-money range, right? Correct. Yeah. Great. Okay. Um, what about, uh, I know you want to be a little bit kind of uh, keep some unit economics close to your chest, but this is also valuable learnings in past episodes to our, to our listeners. That's what they value the most, some of the economics. Have you gotten a good sense of things like churn and acquisition cost yet? No, I wish, I wish I did. We've had one client leave us so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was because of something that was kind of out of our control. So, um, so we don't really know what churn looks like and okay. the acquisition cost, obviously it's the cost of everything. We haven't done a ton of marketing even to determine, you know, what that looks like. So we're, we're still early on. I've, I've laid out a foundation for a one year plan to have all of that information between the marketing and sales. Uh, you know, we, beyond the sales salary though, there's not a lot that we're doing, um, other than PR, you know, just to, to really raise that top level awareness on the funnel and then drive people to the site, do the typical retargeting and things like that. We tried doing um, Google AdWords and we spent around 10 K on that. And it was about 2000 unqualified leads in in one month. And it was just taking all of our time and not what we were going after. So, um, you know, we're focusing on, you know, just getting the awareness to those large companies. And, and, you know, that means I travel a lot. I I get to meet with a lot of C-suite. Um, it's quite time consuming, but fortunately I'm the lowest paid person in the company. So what do you pay, now, of, what do you pay yourself? Um, I, I, I pay myself around 50 K that's um, so admirable. And thank you for sharing that. I know that's sensitive. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, it's, it's, I, I'm able to live, I don't live a glamorous lifestyle by any means, but I'm, I, I believe that it shows my belief in the company and the passion that I have for it. If everyone else you know, kind of is, is aware that this is, this is something big to me. And this is something that I put, um, not eight hours, but 10, 12 hours a day into. And I'm also, I say this at work all the time. I'm the least experienced person in, in anyone in the company in their role. If you want to join us for sales, you have to have two to three years of experience. You, you know, our VP of sales, she has, you know, 12 years of experience. This is my first time being a CEO. So I'm the one who's actually the least experienced of anyone and, and I have to grow and become better as I go exponentially, really, as the company continues to take off. Um, so I'll, I'll pay myself accordingly. But for now, you know, I'm, I'm entry level. 
So Matt, going uh, that's helpful to understand. Go go back real quick to customer acquisition costs. I know you don't have it identified, but if you do a fully loaded customer acquisition cost, including salaries, PR expense, all that stuff, about how much would you guess your average customer uh, you have to pay to get them on board? I mean, it's in the thousands for sure. Okay, but under um, under ten thousand, you think? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay. So call it it's five. probably closer to to uh, I'd say it's probably closer to twenty five hundred. Okay. Um. Because we get a lot of inbounds. And, and so if you're, if you're kind of like, you know, using those uh, to, to neutralize the ones that we're spending on, on outbound, yep. um, you know, I mean, it's, it's kind of shocking. Some of the companies that we had inbound, some major car manufacturers, and you get that email, that inbound email that says, you know, someone from this giant car company is interested and it's not a small dealership, you know, here in New York it's, it's corporate. They're interested in, in using our software, um, you know, to communicate with their customers two way. So, um, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. And what is the, Matt, so role play with me for a second. Everyone in New York, you know, they have great personalities. Many of them are kind of an acting. So let's, let's carry that theme for let's role play. It's, it's, uh, the end of 2016. It's your company's holiday party. You have on the big, you know, PowerPoint slide, you know, the big number you guys hit this year in terms of revenue and everyone's popping champagne and celebrating. What is that number where you guys would all be celebrating? Oh, what's your goal? I mean, for me, it would be 2 million in sales. Yep. Um, that would, that would be the number that we want to hit. And that's totally achievable. That's within our runway. Um, that's, you know, that's, that's, it's completely achievable. We're right now in what we call the fall blitz which is September, October, November for software sales. Mm -hmm. uh, once we hit November, it's Black Friday, it's Cyber Monday. The large retailers that we're working with, they go on code freeze. We're not really getting a lot of contracts after that in the spaces that we're, we're targeting. So we've got three months to hit it. And, so are you like, like 1.4-ish right now-ish? We're around there, yeah. Yeah, okay. So we've got a couple of deals. Something interesting about something so new like this is that as... Um, as a new technology, nobody knows how much money they should spend on it or how, how much usage they'll get. It's kind of like AdWords when it first came out. No one really knew what, what to do. So it's not like any company we work with has 10 years of historical data. So our tactic is to bring them on at a, at a reasonable rate, typically one of our, our lowest, you know, lowest rates, which is um, you know, less than $1,000 a month. And then do a quarterly business review three months later and adjust to the plan that they should be on. And that makes them feel more comfortable. Um, it makes us feel more comfortable. And, and so we have a lot of upside at that quarterly business review, um, almost equal to, if not more than the MRR that was brought in from that deal originally. So our, our revenue is actually from that one client doubling after three months, which yeah, is, is you've really got, great. You've so. got kind of the beautiful economics of kind of a great upsell kind of model in place, which should be able to, it should enable you pretty quickly to get to negative net revenue churn, which is the holy grail for, for SaaS companies. Right, right, yeah. exactly. So we're, we're on our way there. That's good. What is, and I'm just doing back the napkin math here. Uh, is is it, it, your goal is 2 million this year. You're at somewhere around 1.4 now. Is it fair to say your MR last month was somewhere between 130 and 160? That's a little bit higher than it was, but okay. not by much. But your goal is, uh, what is your, do you have a run rate goal by the end of the year? Like are you trying to hit 160 grand uh, in, in December revenue so that you have like a $2 million kind of forward looking run rate or you want 2 million in total revenue in 2016 would be your goal? 
Total would be the goal. Okay. Um, but there, there's a couple of different things happening. Obviously, with the large enterprises, um, some things can fall through. Some sometimes we get a hey, we're going to hold off for a couple of months, and yep. then they come back and they want it right away. So we're this is our first holiday rush where some of these businesses are coming to us and saying we want this right now. We want this to go live immediately. So our account managers are all running around making it happen. And, and, and so if we can do everything right, then we'll hit all of our numbers or actually exceed them. Um, but there's always variables. And so we're figuring that out this year. The previous years that we were selling, it was a totally different thing. It was much more experimental. This year is real sales goals, real sales organization, um, and, and actual timelines and, and metrics that we're, we're looking for. And Matt, what was your performance last year? Your goal is 2 million in 2016. What did you do in 2015? Far less than that. <laughs> <laughs> less than a million? So, yeah. yeah. Wow. Far, okay. So you're more than less. doubling growth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By far. Awesome. Um, I mean, we, yeah, we've actually tripled in growth. Um, having, having the right advisors and the right senior people in the company is what we needed. So we shuffled a couple of things. Um, we actually had another, another co-founder who I brought in early who we don't work with anymore. Um, and that helped us just kind of narrow our focus and then just, just, you know, plan our goals out and, and make sure that we're hitting them. Just kind of diligence is what we needed. Yep. Uh, and so that's what we have now. Matt, that's awesome. Well, if people want to follow your story as you continue to build, go for that 2 million goal and try and raise your next round of capital. Where's the best place for them to do that online? For, uh, Crushbase is probably the worst place. So yeah. <laughs> I would recommend. Um, LinkedIn, you know, if you do a search for Matthew Tumbleson or text T-E-C-K-S-T, that's the best place. We're very active on there. We post everything from our blog on there and our medium and things like that. So that's the best place. Or our uh, our Twitter, which is at textco, T-E-C-K-S-T-C-O is another active place that we spend a lot of time. So... All right, guys, very quickly, many of you heard I acquired Send Later at nathanlatka.com forward slash send later. And here's the thing. I don't want to hire a big team. I'm a business guy, though, so I need developers. So what I did is I found this little website. I found this guy named He Shiming. I paid him over $12,000 to help me keep building this business, which I will take public by the time I turn 30. So it's called Toptal. Okay, and what Toptal does, it's a network of elite pre-vetted software developers. Basically, I told Toptal what I was looking for. They search their network for the best people. They even test the candidates, which saves me time. And then they just said, Nathan, here, use this candidate. They meet your individual needs and boom, I'm off to the races. So once you pick someone on Toptal, you can start working with them the next day. Now, for my people, Toptal's offering a no-risk trial period that you can get at nathanlatka.com forward slash T-O-P-T-A-L. Again, nathanlatka.com forward slash Toptal to get started. This is perfect if you're a business person listening that doesn't know how to incentivize or find a technical co-founder. Go to nathanlatka.com forward slash Toptal and get started building your app now. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, and you came out of nowhere. Your website's growing so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator. And the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin. And guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, you can see 
sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. Great. Top Tribe, we'll link to those in the show notes at NathanLacka.com forward slash the top 424. Again, forward slash the top 424. All right, Matt, we are in wrap-up mode. It's time for the Famous Five. These are rapid-fire, one-word answers. You ready? I'm ready. All right, number one, favorite business book? Um, Delivering Happiness. That's a good one. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, Mark Benioff. Yep, Salesforce. Number three, what is your favorite online tool like FreshBooks? I love Workflowy. It's Work. a listing tool. It's amazing. Interesting. Okay. Uh, are, yes or no, are you getting eight hours of sleep every night? Uh, now, yes. Okay. And how old are you? I'm 32. And, and married, single, do you have kids? I am engaged to a wonderful uh, previous boyfriend, soon to be husband. Oh, can, that's exciting. Congratulations. So last question. Take us back 12 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Um, stick to one thing long enough to see it through. I love that. Top Tribe, there you have it. Stick to one thing long enough to see it through from Matt, the founder of Texts. They launched back in 2013, did 10K in their first year, did less than a million in 2015 with a goal to hit 2 million here in 2016, looking to raise more capital in the next 12-ish months. Matt, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you. Have a great day, guys. If you enjoyed Matt today, go back and listen to Johnson Emanuel yesterday. His business is based in Nigeria, and it's an agency that did over 230 grand in 2015, on track to do over a million in 2016, with 17 employees. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.